Hey, what's up, everyone? This is JD JD Curry with a Pioneer Podcast on the WETD 90.7 FM, The Leap Radio College Station. Today, my guests are from the Alfred State baseball team. The baseball team has started the season off this year with three wins. Baseball in the middle of winter? I'm not sure how they are already playing baseball, but this is one of the many questions that I have for them today. Let's get started, shall we? So go ahead, guys, and introduce yourselves to me and the listeners. What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Jack Henby. Um, I'm a 21-year-old junior uh, on the baseball team. I am a team captain, and I play right field. I'm AJ Gartland. Um, I'm a junior as well. I'm also a team captain. I'm a starting pitcher. Okay, so how long have you guys been playing baseball, and when did you join the Alfred State team? Um, I've been playing baseball since I was uh, quite young in T-ball, and I ended up joining the baseball team my freshman year when I got here in 2017. Yeah, I mean, I think I started when I was four um, and just played every summer all the way through. Um, even in the winters, anytime I get my hands on a ball, I was there. And uh, I came in with Jack. We were our new coaches, first recruiting class, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been together ever since here. So what are reasons that each of you like being part of a team sport well especially being like in such a like a veteran position and being a captain I really like being able to lead um, the team and and people to look up to me you know like it's really cool mm-hmm. and I also just love um, just playing doing something competing you know having fun yeah I mean I totally agree I think it's really the people for me I mean meeting guys like Jack and the rest of the guys that uh really become like a second family to me. And uh, the bonds I made here are definitely going to last as long as I live, honestly. And um, that's something that I've come to appreciate a lot uh, since I got here. So what is each of your favorite part of competing? For me, it's it's that heat of the moment. And, you know, either whether you're in it or watching somebody else on your team be in it, being able to rise up to that occasion, and especially coming out on top and, I think that's really cool, especially even when you don't, you know, win that occasion, you know, you still end up learning some good lessons and yeah, competing's really good. Yeah. I think, um, everything he said and even to the point that, uh, I don't know, competing seems to bring out the best in me. It makes me kind of want to become a better version of myself. And, uh, I just love waking up every day, kind of looking for ways to make myself better, whether it's through baseball or school or anything. So I think that's what I love the most about it. Mm-hmm. So, Jack, you touched on the adrenaline. Do you, how do you guys um, work with anxiety? Well, we, um, our coach has a really good relationship with, um, with another guy who likes to come in and, and teach us how to kind of calm ourselves and how we call it centering and um, really just using your breathing and mindfulness to get in that right state of mind and also get the weight off your shoulders. What do you say? Uh, what aspects would each of you say makes a good captain? I think huge part would be communication. Um, I think that's 
one of the things that I always look to do the best, I was trying almost over communicate because if you over communicate, uh, you really can't get much wrong. And I think over this year, we've grown a lot in that respect. And I think the more we communicate, whether it's off the field or on, uh, we just become a better team. Yeah, I think another aspect as well is, um, especially for a guy like me, is being able to create good interpersonal uh, relationships with your teammates, but also when you get to practice and get to the field that you can kind of flip that switch and, you know, kind of take, get everyone more serious, I guess you could say. How do you say being an athlete makes you a better person? That's uh it's a tough one to think about, but when you when you start to really get into it, I think baseball has taught me most of my life lessons about failure and about other people and relationships. And uh I think that was even furthered with Coach Armstrong and the way he runs the program. Um it's been really interesting to learn um so much about myself these past two and a half years. And uh, every day I'm learning more. And I definitely feel like I'm a better person because I came to Alfred and I played baseball. Yeah, I to go off of that, I really think um, having that name on the front of your shirt and and um, kind of just gives you a reason to go out and stand a little bit taller, act a little bit nicer, and be just an overall better person mentally and physically. Was there someone who inspired you to get involved with baseball? If so, how did they inspire you? Dad for you? No. No, uh, really? It was, I got, when I was young, I actually, I got a, um, you know, because I was always playing a bunch of sports when I was younger, but when I really honed into baseball, I got this, this uh, children's book, and it was called Jorge, and it was, uh, it was kind of a picture, a picture book, and it was um, how Jorge learned to switch hit. And I remember getting that one day, it might've even been my birthday and I read it. And so it was pretty late into October. And so it's like playoff baseball. And then I go in and I, I just remember seeing Jorge hit a switch bomb and it was just the coolest thing for me, especially after reading that book. So that's what really got me into it. So for people that don't know, what is this? What's your, um, it's when a hitter can bat either in the right-handed batter's box or left-handed batter's box. I think for me, uh, it was definitely my dad. Um, he put a ball in my hand and a bat in my hand when I was oof, when I when I could walk. Honestly, I mean there are pictures of me and like the family photo albums and stuff. You know, before I was riding a bike or before I was doing any of those like landmark things for a kid, I was hitting off a tee. I was playing <laughs> with a ball. I was throwing stuff around the room, and so I just kind of grew into it and uh, became a champion. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> you believe the attitude that you bring to this sport plays a role in how you do in a competition? For sure, 100%. And I think that's one of the things I've had to grow the most at personally mm-hmm. is how I carry myself because one thing we learn a lot about is your actions can make your attitude. So you walk into a room and you act a certain way, you're going to believe that. And if you let your actions and your intent kind of create the attitude you want when you enter a competition – you can become kind of the best competitor you can be. And once you kind of master that, um, kind of goes back to the whole managing stress thing. Uh, no situation is mm-hmm. too big for you. And once you act the way you want to, you're going to start believing it. You're going to be a lot more confident. And so I think that's, that attitude is huge. It's one of the biggest things, I think. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so 
do believe uh so as i've said already you guys have already played a few games correct mm-hmm. yeah so where are you guys playing i'm assuming it's not in new york yeah i mean we we've done uh we've gone down to virginia and maryland a few times just to kind of get out of the weather get some good games in mm. um AJ can even tell you a little bit more about it. Like, we went down to Virginia to, and played another New York team. You know, that's just, like, how crazy kind of New York baseball is, especially without having, like, a turf field or yeah. some other place like that. Yeah, so we went down to Farham, Virginia last weekend, and we played the College of Farham, but we also played Brockport. Um, they came down, and uh, we beat them once. They beat us once, and it was a pretty good win for the program. But, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. You'll go down south, and then you'll play teams at – you could have driven, you know, two hours from Alfred to their campus and played them normally, but really can't play, you know, right now up north. So we've been to uh, Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia so far, and we're going to be heading down to uh, Virginia again and South Carolina and Florida uh, next weekend and for spring break. So how many games do you guys actually get in up here in New York? Uh, I believe by the time we get back from spring break, we'll start sort of the northern part of our schedule. We'll mm-hmm. play about half our season down south and the last half up north. Um, and then about a half of that half is going to be at home. So about 10 games at home. And then most others are in like Pennsylvania, because that's where a lot of our conference is based yeah. as well. Mm. Which division are, is Alfred? We're Division III. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the part of the AMCC, Allegheny Mountain Collegiate, yeah. Collegiate Conference. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Thank you. Got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what it's called, but I know we just got to beat everyone who plays in it. So Yeah. <laughs> so I think you already touched on this, but how is your record so far this season? So we're 3-3. Three and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, We started 3-1, and one, and then we had a tough Sunday. Uh, we dropped two in a row against two pretty good teams. But um, this year, uh, it's easy to say now, but I really think it does. It feels a lot different, and we, we look a lot better and a lot stronger early in the season than we have in previous years. So I think mm-hmm. I can speak for Jack that we're both really excited yeah. about the team. So how do you see last year's results, and how are they going to influence you this year? I mean, we kind of look at the last year's record, and we kind of – I mean, for me, especially when I look at it, I see like we're right on the cusp of being able to grasp something so big that, you know, can really change and turn the tides for a program like we've been in for the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, before we made the transition to a four-year school, we were a really successful junior college for baseball. And uh, we're trying to get back into that tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think last season marked a turning point. I think this season is when we finally break into that uh, winning tradition again. Uh, last year we were right around 500. Uh, we made the conference playoffs. We went 11 and seven in conference, and uh, all those things are kind of uh, adding up to hopefully yeah. a really successful year this year. Well, seeing we've got a lot of time left, we can do some oddball questions. Sweet. So, who was your guys's athlete role model when you were growing up? You can take this one. Well, I mean, like yet. like I already said, it was uh, Jorge Posada, especially for baseball, but, like, all around, I'd have to say Walter Payton. I just think, like, being young, I never really got to watch him play just because he was an old-timer player, but um, just kind of the way he was as a person and especially him dominating, like, 
all of the NFL <laughs> every year he was there. I think, yeah, I really looked up to him as just an athlete role model. So was he actually, did he, um, you said NFL, so that's yeah. football. Yeah. So did he actually play like the major leagues of baseball also? No, he actually did not. But uh, I just think as an athlete, I really looked up to him. But for baseball, it's definitely Mike Trout. He's just greatest ball player out there and carries a great head on his shoulders. Yeah, I think Mike Trout's definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, I know when I was growing up, something that someone that really shaped me, um, well, one was Derek Jeter, just because yep. I was a young kid Can't and deny that. Jeter was playing. So, and I'm a Yankees fan. Um, but as far as pitching goes, um, I love CC Sabathia. Um, he was someone Ooh. I always looked up to, and, and I always just strive to be that that bulldog that uh, CC was. And didn't matter what was going on or or what team he was on, he would will every single pitch past a batter and he would literally just put teams on his back and take them to the playoffs and I just I want to be that person for Alfred you know and so that's kind of someone I like to look at CC was a horse yes so were these guys like are they retired now uh everyone except Mike Trout yes um CC just retired Mm um yeah I he had a long career, didn't he? He did. He played for the Brewers. Oh God, the Yankees. I don't even know who else. But um Yeah, he's so who are the guys that are like playing right now that you are excited to see or to follow? I mean if you're a baseball fan, you, you gotta understand that Mike Trout, what he's doing right now is something that we may never see again. Yeah. Um he's just he's the epitome of a uh, 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 elite athlete, honestly, in in all facets of the game, and it's just it's it's must watch TV whenever he's playing. Um, as far as guys like like any new prospects or anyone you're excited to see? Oh, new prospects! I gotta you know, go with Clint Frazier. Like, yeah, just seeing him like he did so well last season when he got in the game. It's just the people above him, like better contracts, like you know, kind of smarter decision, I guess, to look into playing the game, but. He can be such a big, big asset to really any team he goes on, hitting-wise especially. Yeah. And I want to see Mookie Betts do really good in LA. Oh, I, want a, I want a Mookie Betts jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you guys know when the first home game would be? I mean, it's deep. We, <laughs> Yeah, that it is. Seems pretty far off. Yeah, and... Yeah. Even we we could tell you the date, you could go look it up, but uh, I will bet you a lot of money that it is not the day they <laughs> yes, say it is because yes. you just never know the weather. I mean, we've we've had games where it's beautiful up until game day, and then it downpours, and so we can't play. We've had times where it's pouring up until game day, and then we do play. It it's really yeah. just a shot in the dark. Um, but if we know our coach at all, we will have home games. We will be playing. And it's gonna be fun to watch. We got a really good team this year, mm-hmm. um, so you know we're we're hoping to get a lot of support and uh, try and bring another conference title to the school for sure. So, how would fans keep up with you guys? Is there like live streams of your games? Or... Um, um, some fields we go to have live streams, but mostly it's uh, our stats guys doing live stats in the game from wherever he is. And uh, we're really active on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, also. Um, 
you just got, you got to come out and watch. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to see it. Um, we're definitely, we definitely keep it light. We keep it loose. It's definitely not your typical, you know, boring baseball game, as some people would say. Um, you know, we're just, it, you can tell by watching that we're just a huge family. We love being around each other. And I think we're yeah. fun to be around. We like to have fun. For us. We like to yeah. have fun. Yeah. So how do you guys make these practices fun? Any... I mean, really, uh, for me, it's just keeping that high energy and, you know, when something random happens, like, it's just kind of go off that and then come right back and still just go in, like, I mean, you can't keep it too loose, obviously. You got to be straightforward, but, I mean, keeping the game loose, just making a little quip here and there is is always fun keeps it light. It's it's really key. I mean, baseball can be such a tedious game. Yeah. I think more than any sport, really practice is centered around the fundamentals mm-hmm. and the same moves and the same you know, strategies for every position over and over again. So to kind of to have that attitude to just take everything in stride and keep it light and keep guys on their toes is huge. But then to have kind of the presence to bring it back and focus, um, to ha- strike that balance really is yeah, the mark of a successful practice. You have like two hour practices, you know, games get up to three, three and a half hours. You don't want to, you don't want to treat them like a, like a timeout, you know, you still want to have fun. So you want to like keep showing up every day. Yeah. I had another question, just I forgot because these are not actually run down. <laughs> On the fly. Um, got any good stories from your times playing baseball and practices? I mean, I don't know if this is a good story, but last Sunday we played two baseball games, got done around 6.30, 7 o'clock, and then we drove 10 hours back to Alfred. Um, definitely wasn't a good story Monday morning. But, uh, <laughs> wow, that that was tough. But, you know, one of those attitude things, you know, you just got to take it in stride. And, you know, I mean, I'd rather be sitting on a bus than in my room studying for a test. You know, I, I love waking up every day knowing that no matter how bad it might be, there's there's always something to do, you know, yep. for, for baseball and, and with the family. I think that's huge. So how much do grades, like, impact an athlete? Um, I think – that question flipped around is 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 a lot more like like how much does being an athlete affect grades? It's it's a lot. Um, the the grades, as far as as we go, um, we have to keep above a two zero to be able to play per the NCAA mm-hmm. rules, um, and most guys are well above that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that's really the only time that the grades would really impact us negatively. But I know last year, you know, we had a few guys with four O's. We had a lot of guys above three mm-hmm. five, above three seven five. So. Uh, we definitely stay on top of our stuff. Um, yeah, it's really as far as you let them get to you. I mean, it, it takes on a huge load being an athlete, but it's always, you know, you can always overcome the obstacle. Yeah. So where would a new person next semester get involved with baseball? Or how would they? Um, I would say start early. Um, our coach is huge with, uh, like, communication, emailing, um, just reach out to coach as soon as possible, even if Alfred, even if you're just, you know, even if it's just a thought in your mind. I mean, that's what I did, and I ended up here. Um, I never thought mm-hmm. I'd actually be here, but I still reached out, and, and it's crazy how things change. But um, it's definitely a pretty competitive recruiting process. I mean, our roster is already pretty large, and we're not losing many guys next year. So um, it's really just about communication and, and um, showing interest. So... Where would they find your coach's email, or do you want to say it? 
Um, I, I have no clue what his email is, but uh, it's on the website. Yeah. Um, if you just look up like the roster or something, you'll find our coach's name, and then you could further get his email from there. Yeah, everything's on the, the athletics page, baseball yeah. team. I don't really want to disclose his lair, but he's in Orvis somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably see him walking around. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a short show, but um, thanks, you guys, for coming down to the station to talk about the team. Of course. Happy thanks, to man. It. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Appreciate definitely it. Definitely let people know about your games, your home games. Of course. Sweet. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. Show out. Follow the Instagram page, too. Yep. Good stuff being posted there. Yep. <laughs> okay, so before I go, here are some events that you that you students want to watch. Well, that us students want to watch out for this weekend, both of which are tonight. The International Club's community potluck is in the SLC 401 from 6 to 7 p.m. And the APB's Just Mercy movie in the SL, is going to be in the SLC park space from 9 to 11 p.m. That is it for this episode of the Pioneer Podcast on the WETD 90.7 The Leaf radio station. The video for this episode will be up before the last two videos. So I figured I was going to have more time to actually edit the shows, but I didn't, so now I'm just going to record from one angle. Hopefully that goes well, and I'll adjust if not. So take care, Pioneers, and talk to you soon.